Hello, fair listener. Welcome and thank you for following our journey on metagaming by Rum Propelled Gaming. Fair warning, sometimes we are not safe for work and others not safe for real life. Journey forth at your own risk. Now let's dive right back into Tarath through the campaign Many Polos. Just like if you were at a bar, you know, and you were too drunk, the the bartender would cut you off because the, to, they know when the, the that limit is. So if you had somebody that was legally responsible for you in in that situation to take illicit drugs, then you're less likely to get them <laughs> than if because they're yeah. not going to be being sold in those back alleys from shady people because they're they're not yeah, going to make a profit. Yeah, and not only. Yeah, well, not only, like, taking away back alleys, like, do you know how much terrorism oh my God. we fund? Like, the American public funds by buying illegal drugs? Mm-hmm. Like, you could seriously cut out gang activity in Latin America, not to mention the Taliban and, like, all of terrorists in Afghanistan. Like, Afghanistan's major export is poppy, is opium, right? So, like, all of the black tar heroin in the United States originates in Afghanistan. That so, one. two things. One is... You are saying that we should defund the CIA. I fully agree. Because uh, who's making money off of all those poppy fields in Afghanistan? Uh, and second is that, uh, from what I understand, there was a whole wave of like people with literal MBAs taking over drug organizations a while back, decades ago. So they've actually done the whole like MBA-style analysis of uh-huh. the drug trade. And as a result, they started pouring money into maintaining the illegality of drugs. The the, the drug dealers did. Oh, yeah. Because oh, that's they, wild, because they, they didn't want to lose the revenue. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. The business is literally unsustainable if they can't mark it up for being illegal. Oh, yeah, they no. They price it by actual value. Then by their current models, they cannot make any money and they will lose money. Head over ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I just think, you know, I would much rather, like, have it taxed, like, heavily taxed and regulated so that at least drug use is good for something. Like, mm-hmm. maybe drug use can, like, you know, fund schooling. <laughs> maybe we can pay our teachers more. Well, I'm particularly fond of the Portuguese model, which is um, uh, Portugal a while back they um, radically decriminalized drugs. Decriminalized, not legalized. But there is a difference. Yeah. Um, radically decriminalized all drugs. There is no charge for for drug usage for the most part. Um, I'm not sure if that leans and out to get complicated at the end of what I'm about to say, but no, no, drugs are completely decriminalized. They didn't put any money that they had saved, right? I don't know they pulled all that money out. They didn't put any of that money into drug prevention or education the way you might expect. Um, they took all of that money that they saved by no longer fighting a war on drugs, and they put it all into rehab. So they're not going to punish you if you do drugs. They're not going to tell you you're, that drugs are bad, okay, or that you're bad for taking them. But as soon as you're ready to get off of them, you have everything you need. And yeah. they they experienced, like, a massive, like, in the three digits of percent, uh, decrease in drug use and increase in the seizure of somehow there were drug stores that were still illegal. 
I don't know how. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because, like, Mexico has this thing where drugs are legal, right? They're decriminalized, but that doesn't mean, like, it's okay to sell them or distribute them. Just if you get caught with them, you're not in trouble. Yeah, there's totally um, that, yeah. Yeah, but no, that makes total sense, because what people don't, like, I've, I've met somebody who's, like, writing a book on harm reduction, and there's been some, like, billboards, I don't know if you guys have seen them, in, like, California, New York, where they're almost, like, encouraging. They're not encouraging drug use, but they're trying to, like, destigmatize it. And these billboards are basically like, don't be ashamed for doing drugs, do them with friends, like, prevent overdoses. And, like, while I'm, I like, har yeah, while, like, Google it, they're a thing, they're, they're up right now. Like, while I'm against, I'm, I'm for harm reduction and I'm for destigmatizing it and, like, giving people safe places to do drugs so they're not doing it in, like, gas station bathrooms. Right. Right? Like, <laughs> um, there's, 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 like, a I fine hate, I hate line. You. Are you running right now? I, sorry, I am outside walking Bella. Oh, okay. <laughs> I figured it'd be easier to do this now than it would be in, like, an hour. It just sounds like you were running. I'm sorry. No, sorry. I'm, well, I'm, like, keeping up with her. Her legs are, like, twice as long as mine somehow, and so her stride is super long. <laughs> <laughs> so I basically have to run to keep up with her, but... All right, yeah, safe place um, to do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, because, like, once... Uh, people don't people don't realize is it's a med mental illness, yep. right? Like, after a point, when you're addicted, you literally... It's not a choice anymore. Right? Like, you don't wake up in the morning and say, hmm, it's a good day to do heroin. Like, no, like, it's a, it becomes, like, out of your control. And at that point, like, most people that are addicted to drugs probably don't want to be. And if you give them the chance to rehab, they probably will. I mean, not all of them. Don't get me wrong. We're not a monolith, but. Right. It doesn't surprise me what happened in Portugal. Yeah, no. Well, here's on, here's on. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say Switzerland had done something very similar, I'd known about. Okay, I didn't know that. And. I was just going to simply say that, um, I, I, well, it's actually a longer story, never mind, but it was a funny comic that uh, got up on a stage and told her story of being addicted to um, heroin, and uh, she went on uh, stating and describing her story, but it all boiled down to that she'd been many years addicted to it to the point where, she, like, uh, she no longer seen civilized society as being worth living in you know and was just like living on the streets and in her car and and to get in the next fix and that was the only thing that mattered but then uh, you know the, there was this one time and this is all it took this one time for somebody to tell her to stop and she stopped because that's all it took <laughs> no one else told her to stop <laughs> but that actually cared about her but this was I guess her yeah. sister and she'd gone into her sister's house and she'd had it in her mind that uh, she'd figured out this whole crazy idea in, in this rest of the story she'd gone on and explained of, okay, so I can take this drug and then I'm peeing it out. But if I take this pee and I resynthesize it, I can make more yeah. of this drug. And so they, they well, just... Yeah, I mean, that's what happens. Like, that's your brain on drugs, yeah. right? And like, like... Most people, I mean, sure, probably need, like, external stimuli of, like, hey, don't do this anymore. But, like, most people, like, need a helping hand. Like, it's not, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like, give people a path, like, an, an option to, you know, gracefully exit that, that um, you know, habit or that way of life. And, I, I, like, my, my money would be on people would. I agree. Because it's not fun anymore. <laughs> But anyway, sorry. I have a whole, like, 
thing. I have a whole tangent I can go on about drugs. <laughs> I personally think that drugs should be uh, made totally legal based on age. I remember this. Oh, hell yeah. But, yeah, so like, the, so A, you have something to look forward to as you get older, so it encourages you to make good choices, right? Because you want to make it to 60 so you can be legally allowed to do cocaine. But, uh... <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if I'm 80 years old and I want to do heroin, like, why not? Right? Like, why the fuck are you telling me I can't do anything at the age of 80? Right? Like, I've made it. I've made it to 80. Like, this is my reward. Not to die alone in a nursing home, but to do heroin every day. Like, what do I have to lose? My eyesight's going. My mobility's gone. I can't hear for shit. I might as well, like, let me see some dragons. <laughs> I mean, what do you think morphine is? Plenty of 80-year-olds are on a morphine drip, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, Fun fact, the war on drugs provably causes overdoses. Um, I would believe that. Yeah. Because heroin tolerance is location dependent. It's uh, ritualized, much like well, self-harm often is. So your tolerance is higher in your usual shooting alley, whether wherever that is. But huh. if that shooting alley gets raided by the cops then you shoot up somewhere else, you maybe don't realize that your your tolerance is location-dependent. Oh, interesting. You load up your usual dose, and now it's an overdose. That's wild. I didn't know that. I'd never heard that before. That makes some sort of sense, just because of the mind-alteringness of it. And there's generally a lot of prep for those sorts of drugs when it comes to mind-alteringness. <laughs> Because you don't want to set off in any one terrible direction because then you end up down the wrong rabbit hole. Essentially. Yep. You end up with the fear. Is that a reference to something that I don't know? It's basically tweaking. Oh. A real bad time. There's a lot of it in my community. I used to live with people, two people who were relapsing on it. That was fun. Ooh. Yeah, like, I can just imagine, like, the mental, like, like, the crushing mental anxiety and, like, just how terrible it would feel to relapse. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that would be terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was not a great This is also why I generally, so at the moment, I'm not sure where I left it, um, have Narcan on me at all times. Uh, I should find that before I go to Transmarch in Pride, actually. Um, Y'all know what Narcan is? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, you can get it for free in DC. They'll just, actually, there's a billboard right outside of my house. Like, the, the Department of Health in DC just, like, will distribute it to prevent overdoses. Yeah, I've gotten it for free every time I've gotten it. Um, but yeah, I always keep it on me just in case. It's not bad. You know, Tylenol, Narcan, maybe some uh, lactate yeah. tablets. They all go in the emergency go kit. <laughs> if I had the money and executive function... I know this about myself. I would go full Batman utility belt and just have like the whole first aid kit, 
scenario. I've tried I mean, it really, you just need like four fanny packs. You can like <laughs> right? braid the straps together. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> not hard. <laughs> Make the ultimate fanny pack. Uh, you can get people to to like cut off the the belt and attach them together, so it's just one ba- a fanny pack. That's not hard. Yeah. Yeah. One fanny to rule them all. <laughs> and in the darkness, bind them. <laughs> Full on shoulder strap utility belt there. Wrap it around a couple. You might not even have to wear clothes at that point. Just a I mean, fanny pack. You never have to cloth made out of Oh, man. Clothes are definitively option, says I. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure where Warren is. Um, I know Griselda said that she should be getting on soon, though. Within the next 15 minutes or so. Yeah, because she's got to drive all the way back from... Um, where the hell does she work? Washington, <laughs> PA. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man, she makes that drive every day? No, she stays out at her mom's house that lives like 15 minutes from there. Ah. Ash and Flint were a little bit late. They were recreating a previous scene of the story. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we were baking chicken nuggets. Oh, that was a good time when we all made chicken nuggets. (laughs) I don't remember that one. Is that a euphemism for something? Some lucky ducks get all the luck. No. I think it originally was going that direction, at least. Uh, referring to <laughs> a, a frisky night over a, a barrel table. Of... Well, I don't <laughs> so who's seen the Bob Burgers movie? There's a movie? There's a movie? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's in theaters right now. It just came out. Oh, last it just week? released. Like a two, like week or two ago. Is it worth going to the theaters to see, or should I just wait till it's released? So oh, I can it, it is totally worth going and see it. Yeah, but okay. it will be on streaming services in July, and it will be released to DVD in August. Dang. Uh-huh. The times we are living in. Right. I remember waiting a year for VHS. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, we had stickers that said, Be kind, rewind. (laughs) (laughs) They stopped making VHS players a couple years ago. They don't even make them anymore. Back in my day... I didn't know they were called VHS players. Eyelids. I thought they were called VCRs. That is what they're called. You're right. (laughs) I knew what you meant. Showing my age... (laughs) No, I knew that because we had one. And I used it all the time, but I don't know. Right now, right now, my brain is not firing on all cylinders. Nope. Come on, Bella. Come on, Bella. That's not for you. Come on. <laughs> but ma'am, I want it. It's mine. Well, every time Let she sees a car, she thinks it's for her, <laughs> even though she hates cars. But it's for me. I'm gonna get it. I was driving on a dirt road, one of these back roads around here, and a couple dogs were in the middle of the road, 
So I stop, get out. One walks right up to us, jumps in the car, like, where are we going? <laughs> I'm like, oh. I'm ready. <laughs> hi, nice to meet you too. Um, let's see here. Oh, good. You have a caller with a name tag and an address. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one runs off back down the hill, disappears in the woods. And I'm like, I'm not chasing you. You will find your way home. <laughs> but it just happens that they were at the bottom of the hill and I'm at the top of the hill. It was only about five five minutes car ride, but they'd they'd gotten pretty far. <laughs> they were pretty happy. The, the little kids were pretty happy to see their dogs again, though. So that was fun. Well, Yay! <laughs> and we all live happily ever after. Yeah, that was my la la la. That was my fun story. Even though we're in the evil <laughs> campaign today. <laughs> they come up with an evil story, I guess. Evil people like fun too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> See, the president the, evil, is the, the, dog the is evil version of that story would be, and I kept their dogs and gave them a great life in my house, never to see the or their original owner again. <laughs> so, so the dogs had a great life, but the original owner is like, I miss puppy. Yeah, the kids are depressed. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck humans. Who are the good puppers? I mean, all that matters is the dog. Obviously, you've never met a cat. A cat is all that matters. <laughs> Cats are great. That is that is true. I I have spoken quickly. This is very true. As soon as I start talking, my cat's always literally on my face. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how she does it, but <laughs> for any period of time uh, longer than like two seconds, even then she thinks I'm calling her. It doesn't. I don't even have to say her name. But it's probably because I'm not home all that much. So when I am, she's just on top of me. Yeah, Speaking you're just pets. indicating to her that you're conscious and available to give out pets mm -hmm. and or Jess, food. Jess sent me this one of my cat the other day yawning in the bathroom. Yep, can't go to the bathroom without assistance. <laughs> <laughs> like, hurry up! <laughs> I mean, you need. It, it takes a lot to use the bathroom. You need that help. Right. They're there to support me. <laughs> they always have my back on the toilet. <laughs> that's that's interesting because Demi need it most. Demi does the <laughs> same thing to Hun, but does the only time she follows me into the restroom is whenever I'm getting a shower because she knows as soon as she gets out she gets brushed combs too. <laughs> oh, she likes that? Oh, she loves like this hard like the it's a hard metal comb too that I use. I have one f that I got for her because I was like, I'm not letting you use mine. <laughs> you can have your own comb. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But, uh... Huh, you have a very interesting cat, Josh. Yeah, she's weird. <laughs> she also won't... I'm, I'm very thankful this. This is not a com complaint at all, but she does not and will not eat any of my plants. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. 
very surprising. I had to, to teach you. mine to not do that. Does she, does she go outside? <laughs> um, very hesitantly. I think she's had trauma in her life. That's all I'm uh, I'm guessing. Cause she's also ha she also has night terrors. I think I've mentioned Aww. before. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Poor baby. Yeah. I found I found melatonin treats help that though. So, FYI, I thought she was having seizures. Is how bad they were. But then, like, wow. after doing some research, I'm like, oh, cats can have night terrors too. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I guess what only happens at night. But uh, if you ever need a good recommendation for uh, animal-grade CBD treats, I have Bella gets CBD every day. Oh. And I like the, com the, the company that sells her stuff is legit. So we're back to legalizing drugs. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's good for everybody. It's just better for everybody that way. Yeah. It is. It is. This is supposed to be the land of the free, right? We should be free right? uh -huh. to do our drugs. <laughs> Fucking <For> free. <laughs> free. All right. It's a plant. It just grows that way. <laughs> yeah. So that's another thing. If we stopped like making synthetic drugs and we stopped like making drugs more and more potent, right? You just went back to like originally derived drugs like they had in the 70s, that probably would also solve a lot of problems. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Let's stop making fake drugs. Make real drugs! <laughs> Are you I want to make, make drugs great again. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I would vote for president. Have my Are vote. you? Are you seriously badmouthing LSD right now? <laughs> no, LSD's pretty cool. Other than he's a That's lizard a person. <laughs> yeah, the whole lizard person thing tends to get taken up by anti-Semites, so I'm not going to call him a lizard person. I mean, seriously, look at him. He looks like a lizard person. Him and fucking Zuckerberg. They're from the same planet. <laughs> who, who are you calling a lizard person? I thought someone brought up the president. Oh, oh. So, no, Joe but Biden. Biden. Yeah, well, Biden's just person. old. Everybody looks <laughs> fucked up when they get old. <laughs> there was this weird cartoon Netflix series that I watched recently that had to do with, like, a shadow government and how Yes, it... I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> um, Inside Job? Was that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, no. yeah. I think it is. I haven't seen that one. And because and the one girl's dad has like that hardcore like sh uh, shameless vibe to him. Yep. Yeah. Inside job. Yeah. It's just funny how ridiculous it show. is because it just t takes all of those uh, conspiracy theories, puts them together yeah. in one universe, <laughs> and plays them out. <laughs> And it's yeah. rightly ridiculous. I'm a, I'm a 90s kid, you know? So I, I grew up with MIB and stuff, and I got really excited about conspiracies and UFO stuff, so I, I tried to delve into it in college. And then I realized that it, the world of 
conspiracy theories is actually really boring. None of them are have any interest the way that they do in the movie. And like I said, they almost inevitably come, come back to just the same old anti-Semitism. I was really disappointed in the conspiracy theory community. Oh yeah, the community. They weren't entertaining. They weren't entertaining, just threatening. Okay. I'm kind of a downer when I apologize. <laughs> no, that that's fair. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I, I not not do- dove into those circles enough. That's, uh, honestly, I find them just to li- kind of like. Pay me twenty bucks. I'll show you a circle. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, after watching, there's like a legit documentary on the Flat Earthers. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And like that tells me everything I need to know about conspiracy theories. Um, but also, when I started working for the government, it made me like one of the first thoughts that I had, like after, you know, six to 12 months in the government was, and people think the government is a well-coordinated, well-oiled running machine that's capable of doing all these fantastical things. Like... Uh-huh. This is not. That is like, <laughs> That's like dream, all of your <laughs> all of your conspiracy theories concerning the government are just f- fantasies. Like I wish I could show you this. Like there's there's no way this hulking mass of of bureaucratic, you know, like stalling and ineptitude is capable of these beautiful theories you're coming up with. <laughs> functions it just functions at a glacial pace right they have microchips inside of our bodies man they know where we are mom they track us on gps <laughs> but what if you didn't have to stand in line at the grocery store would it be worth it oh i mean they have those grocery stores they have uh Amazon yeah. them, um where you just Go walk in, grab your what you want, and walk out, and it just tracks uh, where you are and what you reached for and what you grab. And yeah, there's also there's shopping carts somewhere. I don't think it's in the U.S., but it scans your items as you put them in the shopping cart, so that like mm-hmm. when you go to leave the store, it just ta- it just takes. I think it's the same the thing that Amazon stores. <laughs> Maybe it is Amazon stores, but I mean, yeah, but they don't have to microchip your body. They already, you know, you very willingly carry a phone around yeah. in your hand all day everywhere you go. I mean, That's, that has yeah. more tracking capability and computing power than any microchip they could ever install in you. Yep. Yeah, that was Bill Gates' response to the whole 5G conspiracy theory bullshit. Was it was it? like, yeah, because everyone was like, Bill Gates is trying to track you. And Bill Gates was like, you pay me lots of money to track you. Why do I need to be sneaky about it? <laughs> All I'm saying is, after I got my COVID shot, my cell phone reception has never been better. <laughs> and are you mad? Not at all. Can I get a second one, please? <laughs> I, I still hear the TV static once in a while, but that that's a side effect. Ha ha! All right, it looks like uh, we got the we got the crew, cause uh, mm-hmm. Gabby uh, just got home and just ate, and she was not feeling well. And then uh, I'm not seeing anything from Warren now. 
and Chauvin uh, couldn't let me know as soon as we'd started the session here so that he was he he devoted he could but now he's can't as well so we got yep we got the crew 19 or on a d20 there already mame yeah for the the inspiration the guy so yep not for me this time <laughs> unfortunately 12 baby but nobody else roll that's all bureaucratically decided <laughs> that mom gets to <laughs> so tell a story about it. Called... That's right. Why did my 12 not go? Typed 12. So you got a 12 there, nuisance? Yeah, it... is it showing up in chat? Because I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it either. Yeah, I just rolled so a 15. And hit enter twice. Hmm. So there that one go. did a twelve, a, yep. fif a fifteen, and what did Ash roll? Hello. There you hey. are. It wasn't Hello. rolled. Okay, it finally rolled. It's a ten. Oh, <laughs> looks like you get it. Boy. <laughs> and the, it is a story that begins or ends with a spilt drink. There we go. With a stout drink? Spilt. Spilt drink. Yeah. I'll spill your drink. Okay. Um. Uh, I'll need some time to come up with it. <laughs> yeah. Um. What you guys were doing last, though. <laughs> I also didn't get any confirmation from Zola, so I'm realizing, but I'm guessing by this point she would have said something if she was making it. And, um, Mario was about to whack out this, uh, she'd taken her shield out to do such, uh, of this, the lump of a gelatinous cube that you guys had battered down into globules. Um, the other part of your party you f heard off in the distance had, uh, said that they were taking care of some very loud shrooms and you don't hear any screams from them now uh, which were large to say the least very loud shrooms large screams? <laughs> yes very large um, and new sounds sorry should we turn Craig on thank you and then tell me what you were going to tell me now recording. Oh, that's new. Fucking Craig. Hi, fuck you, What's Craig. This? Yeah, he What's made a Badoo like voice. Huh. Hey, updated. Very nice. Probably needed it. Yeah. You can ride on Craig. It's my favorite kind of boyfriend, one you can ride on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Nuisance, you... Yeah. You had um, experienced basically Griselda coming back uh, at, into the room after not being, haven't been in the room uh, with Eins, and after some discussions back and forth, um, and you were on Mame's head during some, most of that, um, they decided and figured out 
how to free Loki, and it had to do with destroying these uh, stone formations throughout this level and corner of hell that are bound to his chains, apparently. And so they were set on doing that first since they're here, and uh, then they can make it through some more levels of hell and potentially get to the town that you had discovered and had been talking uh, kind of vicariously through Ash and Mame. Um, okay, so it's free free Loki to go to the town. Shofan, yeah. I don't, yeah, that's right. No, um, okay. And then they just left me on top of the statue, it looks like. So, yeah, everyone walked out of the room, and I'd figured in this particular instance, you you would seen a statue moving, um, kind of curiously. It, stu- it didn't... It did it very sparingly, though. Someone had talked to it briefly. Someone else had uh, talked to it a little bit longer... And during that whole experience, you just fluttered over and landed on their head, um, while your a gaggle of your companions kind of were in here howling at a. You could hear them pinging away at some stone to bust it up, but uh, the the that sound is diminished, and you're just on top of the statue's head that isn't currently making any noise. It just is, and it feels like a statue under your claws. Well, that statue sounds boring. Let's go this way. Towards... Well, not to the right, like I thought. Oh, I see Alfred. Mm Mm-hmm. And Alfred's kind of standing back, it looks like, looking down the hallway. Go ahead and roll me in a a, uh, initiative once you get to right there. Right here? Yep. Okay. I forget what that face was supposed to represent. I should remember that. What's that thing? That's what I'm saying. As I forget, there's a I have the little oh. face icon. I think that had to do with uh, the last combat, actually. Okay. Because that ended, also. Oh yeah, we. There we go. We'd uh, gone back and forth with that combat too, because it we went back and back in time that you don't remember. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. The whole second scenario. Yeah. Alright, uh, initiative, you said, yes? Yes, I see a 12. Is that the, that's the roll, previous roll. Never yeah, mind. yeah, I haven't rolled yet. I was about to roll for, uh, Moon, to <laughs> remind myself. That would be a good old mediocre 11. Okay. A songbird's okay. 11. Ignore that one. Alright, so as you come around the corner, you see Mariel lifting up what looks like a shield of chitinous material. Uh, Pretty hard, hefty stuff, though, it looks like. And slapping this goopy pile in front of her. Okay. Uh, There it is. Above the table, it looks like they're fighting a gelatinous cube that yes. ate Ash. Yes. Okay. I will no. act when it is my turn. Ash is not inside of it currently. They they lo- Ash looks like they just she just dodged it. Is 
okay. barely brushing up against it. Um, for now. Bing, bing pong. Thirteen to hit. Uh, that definitely hits. I'm pretty sure. I'm playing against myself. If you can't tell right this second, so the <laughs> Mario. Everyone. And Everyone go get a drink, take a nap. I was, <laughs> I was rolling for Mario as she'd written in the chat is holding a land shark scale ready to slap the shit out of the gelatinous uh, mass there. <laughs> so she walks up, slaps it upside the uh, top of the pile, and uh, Where is this damage here? There we go. <laughs> and it kind of... On top of it, squishing down the kind of rounded top. But it's mm -hmm. it's still wiggling a little bit. And it... Oh, uh, wiggle, 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 wiggle. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> As with intent, wiggling with intent and uh, something's help happening out in the other distance and then it's Mame's turn okie dokie so I'm gonna use the three vicious hand axes gonna attack so I can throw them Oh, it's 13 to hit. That hits. Alright. And so... I do damage three times, right, for each axe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it's six plus... Ten plus... Oh. You'd have to roll for each axe, too, remember? Five. To hit with each axe. Oh, to hit. Okay, so sorry. So it's six for the first hit. Gotcha. That's I did that. All right, so to hit for the second axe is... You make a good point. I didn't think about that. This, the third one, the second one's a 13 <laughs> to hit. That'll hit. And so should I go for my second damage roll, or should I roll yep. again? You might as well. <laughs> It's seven damage for the second one. That's a uh, a death kill already with the first two. Oh. If you want to describe it. Is there any? Okay. Uh, no, you can describe it. So your axe, first vicious axe, f sails through the air, um, sl slams into the middle of the thing, cleaving it mostly in half until probably the last couple inches, and it off to either side, cleft down the middle of this pile, and then the second axe comes sailing through and uh, hits just slightly below that one, splitting it completely in half, and it just falls and wiggles slightly before ra laying to rest and kind of pulling into a puddle less of a, a form. You guys are out of out of combat for this instance. Wow, that initiative was so important. <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> you would have been up after Griselda, actually, wh who was next. 
True. And you could have technically preceded Mame in the combat or something too. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. It's it was only because of my role and what it was. Oh, gotcha. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hey. So yeah. So, yeah. Nuisance and... comes and lights on to that pile of rubble right there. And you guys are standing in the hallway, um, having just destroyed um, the gelatinous cube that came down the hallway after the shriekers, the the loud sound from up the way where your friends had de- decided to go go and off on their own, and uh, that's why it did start coming coming this way, you presume. Uh, but after you just destroyed this. With that was mainly Mame and Mariel smashing the stone formation after Alfred and Zolus, I believe, dispelled the seeming sort of uh, protection enchantment that was on it. And at this time, too, Alfred uh, goes, I'm gonna go check on uh, Claw to make sure he's alright through some of these sounds. <laughs> you really think Claw needs protecting? Um, more so, more more so. I just want to, you know, make sure that he's he's uh he's doing all right, you know. Mm. <laughs> I mean, why do you think this large party of people can't handle themselves either? Need my help? <laughs> yes, I would like your help. I don't know where I'm going, and there are sh- powerful things down here. Well, Claw did give you the map. The map should help. Yeah, it showed you where the stone formations are. Remember? So it's not crude mazes. Mm-mm. It's Luft, Lust, and <laughs> Niflheim. Okay. But does that tell us? Is it? But it's not like the mall where it's like you are here. <laughs> <laughs> there's no you are here. I don't know where I am. Uh, well, so I see this. Oh wait, there's spiders. So I see this strange like triangle shaped thing in the corner, but I don't see spiders. So we're not in that room. Alfred walks over and looks over your shoulder at the map, and uh, points at. Uh, the lowest portion of the map and then traces up a little bit to the right where there is a horizontal elongated chamber that has a bunch of rubble. Yeah, with the... Oh, that's rubble, not spiders. Okay. I see, yeah, because there's that triangular thing. The thing with three points in the corner. Thing with is that what a triangle points. is? Oh, that's not a triangle. This is like a tri... <laughs> Oh, uh, it's the, a tripod. Whatever, it's a yellow tripod. The thing that you destroyed, correct? That yeah. is, it is no longer in that shape. Okay, so what are we chasing again? Not the statues that I pet and respond. The stone formations. Are the square things? Stone formations. Are they square? The squares. Uh, I believe. Like Claw the orange had... squares that look like they're on pedestals. 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 Claw had said were secondary to the stone formations. So in those cases, there's a stone formation associated with them. 
but then there is an internal rune sort of unlocking mechanism of sorts. I, I I didn't fully understand that one myself, but it's it's there. And once you but it's there. you'll know it when you see it. <laughs> once you destroy the stone formation, you will be able to see the runes. Okay. Okay, so just, just fuck up stones. Anytime we see stones, just fuck up stones. That's pretty much what I gathered. Mm. So, uh, do you have any tips or tricks for uh, making it past Medusa's? Uh, don't look at them. Uh, you definitely hear like an annoyed <laughs> like a loud hoo <laughs> from uh, Nusant as Nusant like ruffles uh, its feathers. Do you have tips and tricks, Nusant? <laughs> Nusant ignores that and appears to be sulking at the idea of not looking at something. <laughs> mm. No, did anyone ever know about the tips and tricks magazines back in the day? Sounds no. familiar. It was it was a gaming magazine. Oh um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and on the last few pages, they had like all kinds of cheat codes for old games because it was like it was around the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox era. Around like the PS3, 360s when it they got canceled because this cheat codes became a thing of the past. <laughs> well, cheat code magazines. Yeah, <clears throat> internet and such. Yeah, that too. That that'd kill kill the fun of a magazine. <laughs> anyway, that was a side thought. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> so is uh, that that helpful? I could ask Claw. Maybe he has some other dealings with him. It seems like potentially. Should we go with you? Will he talk to us if we go with you? Well, he'll talk to me. Through and through me, it seems like you guys would be able to understand. Since I was uh, translating, I mean, that would be cool. I would appreciate. I don't know how the party feels, but I think that's a good option for us. I think it is too. I, yeah, I think we should uh, stick with the claw. Yeah, cause this thing is big. This area down here is big, and we can die pretty easily. So okay, we're gonna follow <laughs> Alfred. Let's go like show. Concerned for Claw. <laughs> Alfred starts. All right, walking back down the passage to the right, and then takes a left, goes back to the statue passage right in front of the door to Claw, knocks three times, and then enters. Claw looks to be sitting at, well, perched at their desk, uh, still mending some books because it hasn't been that long since you guys had left the room. And in since Nusant was tearing through them, <laughs> and as Claw turns around, he uh, freaks out again <laughs> and runs over to try and catch you. <laughs> out of the air. <laughs> Nusant actually just lands on top of the bookshelf and stares down at Claw. I forgot. Maybe Nusant should should wait in the hallway. 
Muzans are just standing there, not doing anything. For now. Dong dong. I thought uh, I thought you were going. I thought Nusans was go about. Did you would grab for a book or whatever? No, was, I'm sure Claw thought the same thing. But okay. Nusans, for the moment, Nusans is a little satisfied with having found that book. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Claw then kind of eyes then Nusans warily, but then doesn't do anything after running across the room. <laughs> and. uh... He greets Alfred. And Alfred goes, uh, responds in the same language, and s they have a little bit of a discussion uh, that proceeds with Al Alfred saying, while looking at Claw, um, I think if he's, if I'm translating this right, he's he's saying something, something about shiny stones might be helpful. Some oh a mirror. Oh, yeah, I think he means, like, a mirror could be pretty helpful. I don't have one. I don't even know what I look like anymore. <laughs> he doesn't know what he looks like, but he's trying to change what he is. Yeah. he, he, he He's uh. that ashamed of what he looks like, you, you presume. Oh wait, never mind. I say I don't think I have anything mirror or even mirror like. I have a lot of rocks. <laughs> I was about to be like, I know a guy with a mirror. It's like, oh, wrong, wrong game. Uh, I don't know how mirror like it is, but Nuisance will uh dangle the um crystal, the the key, arcane focus. Oh. I also have a pinwheel whirly gig that spins even when there's no wind because I rolled on the uh, the trinket table. I could uh, is that mirrored at all, or is it not? Josh, I'm thinking <laughs> it could be. Um, where would you have said that you have acquired such a thing? I rolled on the Feywild trinket. It's part of actually. It's part of the background. Fey lost is that you get to roll three trinkets instead of one trinket. Um, so uh, it's from the Feywild, from the land of fairy. I was thinking. Okay, so it's from the land of fairy. Hmm. Side note: I hate the word Feywild. I hate it more than I dislike the four E conception of the Feywild. <laughs> Why I always say the land of fairy, because I hate that word. Yeah. Um... If it's not mirrored, then Nuisance is just going to dangle the the crystal key that it uses as a an it's, arcane focus. It's reflectant, I would say. Um, hey, I, I'm trying to guess of what if it's not actually made of mirrors and or silver. I was I I was going to lean on you too, maybe and figure out if you'd had a story behind it that's where i was asking if where it came from but I, uh, i'm guessing guessing that didn't didn't transpire yet so if you wanted to yeah pull i don't something... have a story for it yet okay <laughs> if you wanted to pull some, uh, pull something out of thin air that would be fine uh sure i'm gonna say that it is the old badge of office that nuisance had when it served in the fairy court 
um, when it was a, a courtier. So after it wandered into the land of fairy, it gained sentience and then found itself a position under the, I'll use the monarch, which is from the same book that, that I like the same, my favorite fairy book in D and D, um, in the court of the monarch as a minor functionary. And its badge was this pinwheel whirly gig that just always spun. Um, that didn't need any wind, didn't need any pushing. It just spun lazily. Mm-hmm. And after Nuisance um, discovered the first threads that something was wrong with the land of fairy, as Nuisance was probably perched above the monarch's ballroom watching the the she nobles party um it noticed patterns in the socialization patterns in the dance it remembered strange passages it hadn't understood from the the books in the fairy library and had that moment of realization that fairy was pretty and even in all of its wildness there is an essential gentleness to it a gentleness that can kill mind you but nonetheless a gentleness that it and realized that it was a false illusion a a cosmological construction over something that was sincerely wrong and that's what started nuisance down this path uh shortly thereafter nuisance just left the court um behind just abandoned ghosted on the monarch of the fae or at least of that fae court and but to remember where it came from in its madness it took the badge of this um, reflecting, reflectant pinwheel badge. And when it came back to the world um, in search of this knowledge of what fairy was, it realized you can't learn um, you can't learn what the comfort is comforting you from while you're within the comfort. So it came to the world. It left the land of fairy and came to the world. And it stuck it on a, a twig, basically, to form a little stick thing that it could hold. And it's and kept strapped to its back the entire time. And now uh, Nuisance will do that owl thing and turn its head 180 degrees, grab it in its beak, pull it out, and turn back and kind of shuffle it around so that it hangs the the. Um, Whirly Geek part hangs down in front of Claw's face while it's being held in in Nuisance's beak. And Claw looks up and <laughs> Alfred says, uh, oh, he thinks that might work, but it'd be... Tr- it, it. He hasn't tried anything like that. Um, mirrors, it seems like we're specifically mentioned as I, I i've i've kind of talked with him a little bit back and forth now so that might work it's reflectant and it's i was trying to imagine this whole time what badge of office was it like which office uh, was that was their office their title uh it was something very long and very complicated and very fey um and relatively minor, minor. um yeah, it's not like, like the monarch knew Nuisance, but it's not like Nuisance was the right hand of the monarch, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably oversaw something like the the painting of the autumn leaves or something. 
because my first thought is that it would be red, but then as you were talking, I was wondering if maybe it weren't uh, the primary colors and altering all the way around. So red, oh, yeah. green, blue. Yeah, I dig that. It's red, green, blue. And actually, let's say the title had something to do with, with painting the illusions. No, no, let's not do that. It was painting the color. Something to do with painting the, the leaves as the seasons change. Ah. I like that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that's what Claw and Alfred had translated, is that that might work, essentially. Yeah, Nissan still stands there. Like, Nissan still hasn't changed. Just hold it hanging down your friend Claw's face. Claw seems uninterested. Uh. Yeah, I don't have anything mirror-like. I have uh, gemstones. I wanna... Flint's gonna pull out his rapier and grab the blunt edge side in between his thumb and his index finger and start polishing it uh. with his coat and then holding up the flat edge of the blade towards him. Alfred just leans back and points to it to to looking at Claw and Claw nods his ha head emphatically. I think he's uh, in agreement that that would be shiny enough there. Uh, I'm seeing, seeing some Oh, yeah. This is why I don't have a mirror around. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred is uh, standing there, looking back between everybody else. Um, Mario, Griselda, and Zola's kind of filing, standing and chatting to themselves, it seems like. Wait! Claw's looking for a mirror. You guys are looking for a mirror. Claw's helping you, asserting, attesting towards the validity of your mirror? I don't know. Gotcha. Holding it there. I forgot about using a mirror against Medusa's. That's a, a thing we could do. Um, so, I would assume that Claw says, yes, my sword would work. Yeah, I pull yeah. out my axe, and I say, what if I shine this up real good? Ooh. And I spit on it and rub my elbow into it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Warren's body? <laughs> Warren and uh, Chauvin, you know, are off doing something else entirely. I was say, he, I know he had a shield on him. Claw seemed to uh, be excited by the big shiny axe, and as you were spitting on it, uh, kind of licks up some of the globules. Uh, oh, actually, that wasn't that wasn't. Oh, the stone. That's what you use that axe for. Um, and uh, happily kind of just hear him crunching away at the stone. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Alfred translates, oh, yeah, he seems to think that that would be better because it's uh, it's got a wider surface area, harder for her to look away from. Do you have a mirror we could uh, borrow? Uh, uh, yeah, I really try not to keep any of those around. 
I go off touch usually for my workings. You know, horns are pretty hard to miss. Uh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Mm, I was gonna say, could we like ring for that hellhound and purchase a mirror from ask for one? Yeah, can we have a mirror? Maybe. Ding ding. Ring a ding 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 ding. I mean, why not? I believe that would be you, Mame, that have the whistle. Oh! Correct. <laughs> Maybe. So why not? Yeah. 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 Wait. Worth a try, right? <sighs> whistle to summon Nubanaga shadow puppies. Okay, I'm gonna pull out the whistle, I'm gonna blow on it. You hear nothing. But then... Nothing. Flames start okay. to propagate behind Chull. And... As the flames whoosh into full existence and Claw turns around in surprise and a hellhound with a platter on its back isn't in the place of the flames and Claw relaxes. And then the hellhound and Claw kind of circle each other and sniff rear ends. <laughs> <laughs> A good good greeting there between noble creatures. <laughs> brother, brother. Hey baby. So, is the platter on his back Very shiny enough? Back. Yeah. It looks to be <laughs> of a highly polished silver as they're circling. If I look into it, can I see my face back at me? Absolutely, as that sentence makes sense. As the hellhound walks in front of you, you could imagine this being used to brush your teeth in the evening if one did that in this universe. Ah, how uh, big is it? It covers the entirety of its back, front to front, front to so shoulder blades to shoulder blades, or I, I guess those are those shoulder blades in the back. I don't know. Yeah, on okay. dogs, yeah. Or they have a different name, but whatever, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So, does I look around to the group, I was like, does somebody volunteer's tribute to walk in front and hold the... The I want to call it a platter. That's probably not the right word. I don't know why I can't remember. Trey, whatever. I don't know why I can't remember the, the name for it. Does somebody want to volunteer to walk in front with this? Blint wants to call out and be like, Nusson, since you can fly, wouldn't it be better for... Wouldn't it be good for you to carry it? You can hold it in your face and fly right in front of them? Because do you have a higher movement speed than the rest of us? Because I feel like you would. Can Nusans carry this? Is this too heavy? Like, is Nusans is this too heavy for Nusans to carry? It's probably as wide as the entire body of Nusans. Uh, mm, Nusans is like two feet tall. Yeah. So what if we put some strings on it? Like, take one string, loop it through each. Does it have handles? It does. 
What if we loop it through each handle through the back, so it's so it goes through each handle, and it's it's basically like a pendulum, so where he could hold it with his claws and fly in front of the Medusa, hold the platter while he, while he's just looking up the sky, like, wow, man, this is a nice ceiling. Uh, for the record, Nuisance's speed is 30 feet, and uh, it loses its flying speed uh, if it's wearing medium or heavy armor. Doesn't say anything about encumbrance affecting it, but Josh would be within his right to to allow that, or to, to make that happen. Yeah, Mame's walking speed's 40 feet. It might make, might make more sense for Mame to, to walk in front holding it, since I'm yeah. taller. I can I block. just figured... I just had the idea of, like, since New Sauce can fly, they could, like, super fast, like, I'll fly in front of anybody, but I didn't know about what your movement speed was. Uh, yeah. It's 30 feet. And, and, and New Sauce, like, at first, like, it looks, it ruffles up its feathers and, and pulls its head in in that sulky position when you first bring it up. But as you uh, break down the flying and holding it from the face, you, you do note that the ruffles are still, the feathers are still ruffled and the head is still down a little, uh, but it comes up a little bit and looks in your direction and cock, and the head cocks. And so I'm gonna take that as a no. Alfred's stroking mm-hmm. his chin during this uh, exchange and also says, well, you might want to um, transfer some sort of note along the way to Nobunaga instead of just taking that tray because... As you can see, any points, there's straps kind of strapping the tray almost like a uh, saddle onto the back of the hellhound. It's kind of attached to it. <laughs> oh, I guess we could just go ask for we could ask for another one. Or maybe a proper mirror. So somebody hop on his back and go back to Nobunaga? Is that a thing? Can we have we there's tried a that? <laughs> No, we haven't. But there's a lo- notebook on the back, right? That's there. what we did before. We wrote down a request. Is a yeah. no- notebook, and it does seem to have the previous notings on it. And Nobunaga says, uh, "In it, it's, it looks like as the hound kind of finishes its circling with claw and walks up to you, Mime, having or Mame bl- having blown the whistle, and uh, <coughs> looks up to you or puts its head down actually expectantly." sliding the notepad forward onto the tray and you see written on it uh just uh well greetings again so soon it must have uh survived the the claw <laughs> the claw the claw the claw, um, <laughs> the claw. Uh, so of course before i do anything i'm gonna pat the pupper, the good pupper on the on the head, and give it a good scratch behind the ears, and tell what a what a good pupper dog it is. And then uh, I'm gonna pick up the notebook and read aloud to the party what I see on it. Um, then sit and think about a witty response, and open the floor to any other you know suggestions anybody has. About the mirror. About the the how we're gonna request it, what kind of a a witty, or do we just want to make a, hey yo lady, please uh, please gift us this thing. <laughs> We'd like to commandeer this mirror and maybe attach some sort of payment. Yeah, can we could we please requisition from you a 
a highly reflective object with which to uh, in defend against Medusa's. Was Nobunaga the spider? Yeah. Yes. Let's. Flint will say, why don't we ask Nobunaga for a mirror so we can make sure that. Does, does Nobunaga know Baharash is dead? She doesn't. Let's ask for a mirror to make sure Baharash looks excellent for their next meeting. Uh, okay. <laughs> because Do they we... had they had their little. <laughs> Yes. The question is, do we? Sorry. No, it's all good. Um, do we want to specify a size? Uh. Yeah, maybe like the mirror, uh, the size of a shield. <laughs> Yeah, or like a floor, like a full-length body mirror or something. I just don't know if we should be more. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, more descriptive. Um, that way we don't get like a little hand mirror, because that would be no good. Yeah, so, yeah larger, uh, uh, large, definitely larger than a hand mirror. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say a full body mirror. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and write that down on the the notebook. Any other requests? Anything else we need? Um, not that I can think of. A wishing of good luck. Of good luck? Okay. Also, as a side point, like, Flint's gonna look like he's, like, just scratching his beard, just, like, chilling out. But he's gonna put a finger on his nose and be like, it's not it to tell him that uh, Baharash is dead. Keep that quiet. Yeah. Cause I ain't telling her what happened. Yeah, I feel like she can, you know, figure that out when, uh, we'll get, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. Sounds good. See how they feel about Alfolk. <laughs> I feel like owls and spiders are not going to get along very well. No. So owls eat spiders, so maybe a little... Oh, God. <laughs> no, but I likes dragon folk. <laughs> she likes them scaly. <laughs> she likes that scaly, duh. Mmm, scales. So luscious. <laughs> so lustous. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> as we were, a mirror, yes. Okay, so I'm gonna write that down and put it back on the, uh... The thing, the, the tray. And okay. get the... <laughs> The hellhound, another nice scratch behind the uh, ears. As this weird conversation is going back and forth, uh, Ash is remembering... <laughs> uh, Ash is remembering very recently 
uh, being at her home having dinner with her mother when uh, they start discussing a meeting her mother has planned to have with a secretive group. Uh, this memory is very recent, like right before she started this glorious adventure in wherever they are. Hell. The, they were discussing the meeting that her mom had set up to have with this very secretive group. Uh, Ash did not know the details, but she had assumed that she'd be going with her mother. Uh, but as they discussed this over dinner, her mother informed her that before this meeting took place, she would be uh, going on a diplomatic journey to various cities in order to garner them more allies. Uh, Ash was very upset with this. She objected very heartily, and they started arguing, and it got pretty heated when finally Ash just stood up from the table and begrudgingly agreed, and she stood up so fast that her chair knocked over and she knocked over her glass of wine before storming out of the dining room. <laughs> agreed to meet with the group? A secretive group. Okay, agreed to meet. Conspiracy. Exactly. It is. It is a group that are uh, the good campaign has encountered, but I cannot remember what it's called. Neither can Moon. Oh, do you mean the? Uh, oh, yeah, the neophytes. Mm-hmm. All right. Da, 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 da. Inspiration. Thank you. <laughs> Be inspired. And the hellhound and the meantime had uh whooshed away and another cloud of flames and uh, whooshed back with a mirror that was larger than it probably about uh, Baharash's size so a little bit shorter than Mame but um, kind of strapped to the the top of the uh, tray that was still strapped to the <laughs> to the hellhound who is kind of standing there awkwardly with it. Because huh. the mirror itself is a good six feet Yeah, how is it holding tall. on to this? <laughs> it's been strapped to the tray that's oh, okay. strapped to the hellhound. Okay, so I'm going to bend down and undo the strap, pull it off. Is there any sort of handles on it, or do I just have to hold it on the sides? It's got a frame all the way around the outside. Perfect.
Alright. I'm going to... Can I shake Claw's hand? I'm going to attempt to walk over to Claw, and I'm going to try to shake Claw's hand. Or Claw. Whatever. Uh -huh. Claw's Claw! Claw looks at you weirdly as you stick out your hand and then looks over at Alfred like what is she, what does this creature want me to do and then you, you see Alfred shrug and go and the uh, claw goes reaches up slowly with their claw carefully and takes your hand in in their claw and ever so gently moves with your shaking <laughs> really awkward i'm imagining this <laughs> yeah i'm gonna do that thing where i look at like you know you know how people do when they're shaking big serious big wig people do you're shaking their hand or they they tilt their head down so they're looking you like straight in the eye with a very concerned face they like do a head nod like yes it is done oh i'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a, a very uh serious respectful head nod say thank you our chances of dying are much less now. We will uh, depart. The mirror is still attached to the hellhound. I took it off. Oh, oh, okay. I missed you. That little description. <laughs> I went over and I, I, yeah, I undid. I went over and undid the straps and took the mirror off. When you had undone that too, you see under it a response uh, scribbled kind of hastily. It looks like on the notepad. What's, oh, what's it say? Um, I bend over to read the note. After you've sh shaken Claw's hand, you bend over to read the note holding the mirror that's probably about uh, three feet wide, but six feet tall. Um, in Ooh. And one one arm um, kind of on either side, just as you're leaning over, and you're looking at it, and uh, it says, To my dear Baharash, I, I wish thee well as well, and I hope for a speedy return for more escapades oh, no. to that endeavor. Oh. Find said requested mirror attached. Also, please do not, there's a PS, do not try to return on the hellhound. I've had mutilated corpses return that way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should summon it the next time we have, like, an enemy that we just need to torture. <laughs> Yes. Throw them on. Chains I, to it. Was I the only one who immediately heard Janet Jackson in my head? An S cut. Hey. Oh. <laughs> A sex cut. Hey. And then there looks you like at the end of the page to some uh, purple purplish almost black lipstick impressed into it oh That'd be so awkward trying to explain that. <laughs> yeah, just a little. Even. Um, we'll just say we'll say he, uh, you know, he ran away one day and never came back. Yeah. He went out for so cigarettes. So there we were in the middle of nowhere, pitch black. <laughs> he ran to the store for cigarettes and never came back. 
Even more awkward when you guys are gonna see this half spider, half dra dragon person babies. Oh my goodness! I want to, I want to see those. They sound adorable. Let's they make sound them super adorable. <laughs> let's let's kill the uh, the Medusas or not run into them. Period. That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> just walk with the mirror in front of us and only look at the ground. Yeah, so I will I will volunteer because I am taller, so at least I'll block everybody's line of sight, and I'll uh, keep the mirror in front of me, so I won't know where I'm going. So I'm gonna run into stuff a bunch. I hope you guys get some good laughs. As you're talking, you hear at the door. Did that come through? Don't, don't, don't. Yeah. No. Oh, I yeah. figured that's what you said, but it didn't come through. Yeah, I keep trying to do it. I keep trying to like knock on my desk, and it, it just won't. <laughs> it won't. It won't accept it. It's like that's not human speak. Nope. Nope. Don't want to hear it. Filtering. Just it's all that fancy just... noise filtering algorithms. Yeah. yeah. Just keep your mind. Oh, like, like, I'm too good for that. I just have to go. Even that's, that. Yeah. No, just see that one. Just, just tap your mic. That didn't work. Oh. Weird. Interesting. I'm out of ideas. Learning. You're on your own. Yeah. But, yeah, you hear a knock at the door. Essentially. Oh, who might ever shall that be? Another delivery. And... Claw goes, Alfred says, uh, no. That's an unplanned visit, it seems like. Uh-oh. Everybody hide. <laughs> I'll say, Mame, you should get the, uh, get that mirror ready. Yeah, so you say hide. I don't know how I'm supposed to hide myself, but I will come back here, stand in front of Ainz, and, uh, hold the mirror up in front of me. Newsons is going to do the best it can do to be, like, to not attract attention on top of that bookshelf. Alfred goes, uh, and, uh, he just kind of takes his foot, strikes on the rune, and the, uh, teleporter warns to life, and he goes, Poof. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> just pieces out. <laughs> Seeing the teleporter teleporter still on, <laughs> you see a, a hurried dash for it as it starts to go out of Zolus, Griselda, and Mariel. <laughs> <laughs> and then the teleporter goes out. I see what you did there. <laughs> And Claw looks around at everybody and... <laughs> Alfred's not there to translate. Uh, so, oh, shit. I what have... is he speaking? <laughs> I have comprehended language. Oh, hey. He speaks deep speech. Which I understand. Didn't we start I understood that? Uh... Let me double check. Okay. I just remembered. 
Yeah, I have deep speech. You weren't here a session or two. That's what happened. And when you weren't here, that's when I was relating it back to. So you understand. That's you guys did have a full on conversation. I think at one point, um, to yourselves. Yeah. I do remember that now. I j- so, just forgot. Yeah, but I'll cast well, comprehend language. Like talk, but... so what do you say? What do you call say? Every... Oh, one more time. What did you say? <laughs> everyone ready? He said, "Is everyone ready?" <laughs> Suppose. Yeah, I'm gonna be like visibly just like staring at the ground, just like eyes at the feet of the door, because I don't want to make eye contact or even look up with whatever it might be. <laughs> gonna look at Claw and nod. And. Uh... Claw cracks open the door, sticks out a claw only, and uh, speaks through the door, door like through the door, not actually sticking their head around the door crack. And uh, you, does anyone speak infernal? I don't think I do. Nope. It was just deep speech, I think. Common deep speech and Sylvan. Not me. No, I think what? Uh, Gabrielle is the one that speaks Infernal. Wouldn't I understand it, though, since I cast uh, Comprehended Language? Yes. How are you doing so, by the way? You have verbal and semantic cues for that. Um, I'll just raise up one hand. And like lightly rub on my earlobe and say I hear all okay and uh, from the other side of the door I wish there was a way to like subset a channel so that like only you could hear what I was saying for a second but you could uh, still uh, translate it for everyone else rather than me typing it all out you know <laughs> Um, for you we to... We could hop into the bounce house for a second. <laughs> well, that's what the second channel is here for, but I was saying, I was I was lamenting the... Because I've been thinking about this particular particularity for a while. I was like, I really want to be able to, like, mute myself for particular individuals, almost, basically. <laughs> well, I guess we could go to the second channel and you guys could stay here if you're worried about the recording aspect. No, no. Um, yeah, that's another thought, too, I didn't even think of. But the recording would be fine on my end, but I wouldn't hear anything you guys are saying because of the way that's situated. But it's more so the... Yeah. the that it, it's, it's just the aspect of me being able to talk freely and then Johnny also being able to talk freely from that, basically. You know, telephone game, except not... I don't mm-hmm. know more more verbatim than it is the actual telephone game, but um, anyhow, you yeah let's can move can I move how do I do that move to Burk. everybody else is hearing guttural tones, but you hear a there is a loud noise. Coming from this direction, what is it? 
and Claw responds in their language. And I'm going to move. This is going to get complicated. So Claw said that, right? No, that was the guttural tone from the other side. Oh, there's and, a loud noise coming. Okay. And then Claw responds with... Oh, hey! You hey, understand... Oh. You understand what Claw says, Nuisance. That's why I pulled you over real quick. He says, so this is why I said this is going to get complicated because I was to Johnny. But, uh, the, the, oh, no, it's perfect. I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah, perfect, yeah. Though. So then Claw says, I did not sure. It seemed to be shrieking mushrooms up the way. Okay. Oh, not that. That's not what I wanted. You gonna kick me back out? Yep. I can just move. Too. Yeah, if you if you wouldn't mind, because I was gonna roll something too. Yeah, I could just move too if you need me to. Um, I don't think so yet, because you're still able to understand both of them essentially. Uh, okay. And this is what I wanted to roll. Ouch. Okay. So you hear? Oh. Yeah, those damn mushrooms. I forgot about them for a second. And uh, the door closes, and you hear footsteps walking away up towards the mushrooms, which you know your friends are at. Or companions, if you if, if you can call them that, even. So, um, can I do a... Would animal handling be Medusa's? Because, you know, snakehead? Did you say change? I don't, I don't know what you were trying to do exactly. If, if I could determine if it was a Medusa talking. Oh, that would be. Um, so animal handling is more like if you're actually trying to interact with the animal. I would say okay. that in this particular case, it would be more of a history or a nature, um, because you're trying to recall any particular instances. But I would, I would say, considering the circumstances, this would trigger your memory from before too of when you rewound time and there was a Medusa on the other side of the door okay so history with advantage sure normal vantage roll roll 18 you also recall in that memory that the Medusa was speaking um after after the rewind to Claw in Infernal about the glue and the exchange during that time as well. Uh, so it sounded very much like the voice you'd heard before. You're like 99.9% .9 sure that that was the Medusa that was on the other side of the door that's walking away now. Alright, ready to jump back? Uh, they go down so easily, and it is so... Yeah, it is really, really dangerous. I made, like, three pounds of jello shots for one New Year's Eve, and everybody... Whew. Everybody was gone. Like, just... None of us were mentally present anymore. <laughs> Turns like hey, alcohol. It was great! It was a wonderful time! <laughs> From what I can remember. <laughs> so, the door closed. You guys heard some chittering back and forth from uh, both sides. On the other side of the door, it sounded more guttural of tones. Just a... <laughs> kind 
kind of growling almost, and on the Chol side, obviously, more of the uh, whips, whirls, and jibe, giggly sounds that uh, you've come accustomed to with Claw. Giggles. And you, you see Nusan's ears perk up when... Are they ears? Owls have ears. Okay, I didn't know if they were classified as Wait, are ears. Are they visible? Yeah, I thought whole, like head would perk up. Yeah. yeah, it would be move the head. Yeah, so it's not like I have like uh, um, like a dog's ears or a rabbit's ears, right? Where the ears have independent muscles, really. It's the head oh, that moves. Yeah. I just imagine it doing that really cute thing that owls do when like they're you imagine when they're waking up or like they they sit up and their head turns and then the eyes just like blink open and shut a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, totally that. Whenever Claw's speaking, but kind of looks confuzzled when the other creature is speaking and Flint is listening intently. But the door is now closed and Claw turns it back around to everyone. Uh, and he says to Alone and Nuisance, uh, crisis averted, essentially. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so with Copperhead language, I can only understand that I can't speak it. Correct. Okay. Um. I want to give. I want. I want to try to give Claw like a motion to, like, sw spinning my hands in a circle, like get him to come back. Huh? And I want to. Uh, I want to tell Mame to come to the door and get ready with the mirror, because I want to test it before we go. Do you say that out loud while you're making the hand gestures? Yes. Claw says. I can understand common. I just can't speak it. Uh, <laughs> oh, perfect. So, can you get them? Can you get their attention? Bring them back and have oh, and open up the store. That's gonna be tricky. Um, pretty sure that that was a. Uh, I can try, but you're gonna have to hold this door open and they just went around the corner I think so be ready when I come running back I guess um wait wait what, what do I get out of this the goodest boy metal I'm I'm already a good boy <laughs> yes goodest but, boy but you have a medal for it I don't need no medal I like Books. I am learned. What if we brought you back any books that we thought would pique your interest in our adventures? How would I know you would keep such a deal? <laughs> Can you pinky promise with the claw? <laughs> Um, I know I can't understand what he's happening, but I'm imagining like him trying to pinky promise now. Persuasion. You also understand uh, what Cl Flint is saying. <laughs> what are you persuading? That Just he the... can trust us. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that um, was so bad. He goes, I don't believe that, but I've been wanting to rid myself of this particular Medusa for a while, so I'm willing to uh, 
take a chance at the ballroom dance, and he runs around the corner, and uh, you hear him skittering down the hallway. Hey, spaghetti head! <laughs> and then you hear a... Not even his normal speaking, you just hear a lot of loud clicking sounds, almost like sub-sonic or, or supersonic clicking sounds, it sounds like, almost. And then the skittering sound again, and uh, it gets slowly louder, as you can tell that they're running towards the door and <laughs> run inside really quick. I'm going to tell Mom, hey, hurry up and with the mirror when, once Claw gets in. I'm ready. I've been standing here. And hear a swishing. And then... <laughs> around the corner you don't see anything but you hear a a shout ah! let me see what this exactly works out to constitution okay oh that was a five okay so, the uh, the ah was cut short as you looked just around the side of the corner of your mirror, Mame. You see the Medusa's eyes turned slightly averted, as if it had been trying to look away from the mirror to the left side of the wall, um, in that direction almost, but is not moving. Oops, it's there's the wrong button. Moving. Yes, correct. Seems okay. to be... Alright, I was holding the mirror. Somebody else go investigate. Uh, not it. <laughs> your sense is just gonna fly over and land on your head. <laughs> well, I guess now we're stuck in this room forever. Alright, I'll, I'll, I'll The Medusa's in the door, right? You look around the doorway, Flint, and you're seeing, um, first you're looking down at the feet and following it up to some nice perky breasts and a uh, very frozen head cocked, uh, also the, the snakes that would normally be slithering on top of their head are almost as if frozen in, in mid place in the air, and there seems to be a little bit of grainish slowly working its way in just from the outside uh, around the uh, from the outermost portions of the Medusa's skin very faintly though I want to pull out my pistol and shoot her in the head to, to crack crack the stone and make it like you know crumble and tell everyone don't worry we're safe now When you fire, like, Nusance kind of hoots out of hoot and flutters back up to the... You were the kind of face. muffled there, Nusance, I'm sorry. Oh, I say, I was just saying that, that Nusance, um, like, shrieks out a hoot and flies back to the top of the bookcase. Oh, okay. At and the, the gunshot. Uh, roll to hit with advantage there, Flint. Oh, all right. 
that bad. Good thing you have there advantage. There we go. Yeah. 21. <laughs> Roll that damage. Roll that beautiful beam damage. Wow. And the explosion. <laughs> uh, let's see here. That's an eight. Doink, doink. That was piss poor. Um, you so five damage. <laughs> you f you fire uh, just past the Medusa, taking off a snake or two, and they fall to the ground and slither away. And uh, the bullet still strikes just a behind her head in the ceiling and explodes and takes another snake off and it slithers away. They don't slither into the the room, do they? No, they slither off to either side okay. of the hallway. Too bad, I was going to have new sons eat one. <laughs> so we have successfully defeated a Medusa. Well, tell, I'm going to look at Mommy and be like, go ahead and finish her off with that big old axe of yours. I would if I wasn't holding a mirror. <laughs> we need this mirror. Set it against the wall. This one's frozen. Okay. I can do that. Alright, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna... Ever so gingerly. <laughs> oh, I forgot my... that. So last time we played, uh, my great axe got transformed when I was breaking apart that rock, and now it's called the Bejeweled Great Axe of Justice. <laughs> Yes. Do I have to roll? Yep. With advantage to, to, to hit. hit. Yeah. I feel like it should be the bejeweled great axe of great justice. What it's with advantage. The first one was shit. Oh, second one shit too. That <laughs> natural one. The... Uh, a nine. Nine to hit. Oh, at least it wasn't the natural one, right? Um. Yeah. Well, it's, I've plus. Seven, so it would have, it's an eight altogether. First one was only a two. Oh. In your haste. It's not in the cards. You uh, walk forward, all excited to use your new axe, and you whoosh, tink, off the floor. <laughs> Glad it's made of sturdier stuff. Alright, well that was fun, I suppose. Next, uh, well, does anybody else want to take a stab? If not, I'll, uh, I'll swing again. I'm gonna cheer on from the sidelines. You got this! Get it again! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Let's try this again. Using the Bejeweled Great Axe of Justice. Roll a 12. Disadvantage again? Yeah, with advantage. I, I should read this. Um, the this is my own doing because she's restrained. Motherfucker! <laughs> Jesus. It's a ten. Um. I love uh, how this party hit the broadside of a barn. 
I'm going to say yeah, no. in this particular case, um, the tw- the uh, you'd get in a 13. Is that what that first one was? I thought you said 12. I see a 13 on my... No, that's something I rolled, I guess. I scrolled too far back up. Yeah, 12 is the highest that I got. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, was... third time's a charm. I could try again. <laughs> um, I feel like this is... Oh, I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but... uh. Go ahead. I was I was just trying to think to like through it ultimately and some of the armor class is determined by your own ability to dodge, not just your like the actual armor that you're wearing and whether or not it deflects the blow and all, so on and so forth. Like it's it's many varying factors. Um so I just don't I don't think that she would have the same armor class as when she wasn't petrified essentially is why I was giving you advantage which I figured would work but I guess we're going to say uh... I'm going to have to lower that armor class and uh, is, is all and you hit with that for with the first of your advantage <laughs> on the 12 um, so yeah advantage damage. generally works out to about a plus minus 4 yeah. uh, averages out but it, it is more helpful when things are hard and less helpful when things are easy. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, if I was running it, having just looked at the Medusa stats, I'd kind of eyeball the Medusa's AC at about 13. So a 12 hitting isn't, like, really weird. No, I don't think so either, especially being in the condition she is. Yeah. Because armor class 15 listed as being because of natural armor, but also a dex of 15. Yes, exactly. So. What was that damage? Uh... Let's see. I didn't roll damage, but I will now. <laughs> Shiny red die. Well, that's doing better. 13. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking if there's... Trying to think if there was a better way to do this scenario, too. Uh, out, thinking verbally out loud, because... I'll turn on turn on this for a second cuz That's actually What are you turning on? I was going to turn on the health bar so that you could see what 13 would technically do. And then I'm like trying to think of a good way to <laughs> to deal with this, you know? <laughs> I mean, anybody's welcome to come help at any time. <laughs> or I can just keep rolling. Well, are Eventually they... we'll take it out. Is the Medusa petrified or merely restrained? Completely. She failed by five. More than five. So I think, are you giving, uh, I think, isn't it auto crits for for petrified when you hit a petrified? Restrained. That's what... Well, if it's failed by five, it's petrified. The petrification lasts until the creature is freed in the greater restoration. Uh, it looks like... It doesn't really say. It has, it's the opposite. It has resistance to all damage because it's made of stone. Oh, uh, that would make sense too. Yeah, I was thinking of paralyzed. 
So you so strike the Medusa, and your axe goes into the flesh a little bit. So I guess that still works out in that theor- theory vein of thinking. Goes into the flesh a little bit, but it seems like you're striking stone on the other side because the the blade of the axe just slides on through, uh, as you would almost cleaved off one of her arms. <laughs> well, see, master over here. <laughs> I just look over, and Jess has both the cats in the palm of her hand, and they're just like. You're interrupting the sculpting that's happening right now. <laughs> Do you want to roll again there, Mame? Or... Yeah, you know, why not? Just roll um, Just keep on swinging. You so I see that I have a... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I have a stone great axe, and I have a bejeweled great axe of justice. The stone one isn't there any longer. It's, I think I left yeah, that it's gone. on inadvertently. Gotcha. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm going to try with just my regular great axe. I'm going to put the bejeweled great axe away. We're going to try this scan with just my regular ass great axe. 11 to hit. Can I do anything to this statue? I don't think I can. Newfunt is going to fly out and land on top of the statue and just, like, look for the parts that are cracked and just, like, peck at them. There isn't Beautiful. really any cracks yet, but you could roll an unarmed strike if that's what you're going for, Newsons. And um... Nah. <laughs> going, just Shall going I? the already weakened parts because it would be hilarious if they're, like, trying to break this, uh, this statue and Newsons are just like, Tick tick, and one of the this snakes falls off or something. Yeah, but that's all. Isn't really trying to do much of anything. Can I cast a vicious mockery on the statue? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, your second hit, Mame, is even less effective. It seems like if you're if that you'd said you got an eleven after you'd gotten that twelve. I don't, I don't Eleven. Know, I oh don't, yeah, sorry. I guess I should put it in the thing. I don't know where your uh, rolls are at tonight, but you s- go to strike in the same shoulder, in between the shoulder and the the neck again, trying to cleave the arm off, and you miss slightly, nicking the shoulder, and it just slides down the arm, doing visibly no damage. Hmm. I guess the gelatinous cube took all of my. Uh... All my hit points tonight. <laughs> um, I'm gonna use vicious mockery, and I'm just gonna like look at the statue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, "Your hair looks ratty and nasty." <laughs> oh! <laughs> you unkempt hag. Tick 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 tick. Uh, they need to make a wisdom saving throw of 16. <laughs> Whoa. Your, your father was a hamster. <laughs> he did not. Uh, okay, then I can roll damage. Which isn't that much, it's just 2d4. Oh, 
if you wouldn't mind too, um, Nusan's just ro rolling some D. Uh, rolling a D. D. Any, yeah, any kind of D. rolling some D. Sorry, there was a little bit of a burp in between there. Uh, D four. <laughs> right across the table, the whole D. <laughs> I mean, oh, squishy. I was gonna, it's been a while since I went to a party where I rolled a D. <laughs> um, uh, I did one. five damage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Total six. We're down to here. All right. There's a little bit more cracks that you're creating there, nuisance. Not no, nothing. Kind of more like peck marks, and uh, at at the insult, <laughs> at Ash, uh, Medusa kind of quakes and. A piece of their robe cracks and falls off. Seems Aha! like maybe in anger. <laughs> You're not sure, because no no emotions come through besides the quake. I said I mocked statues. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I'm gonna try one more time. With the uh, how much thing is left? Oh, a fucking lot. Too much. I'm gonna try with the three vicious hand axes. Do you know? Do you have a hammer? <laughs> no. Uh. It's nine to hit. I don't. I just <laughs> either I need to stop rolling in D and D Beyond, or it's just not. <laughs> this is not my monster to kill tonight. <laughs> I have a crowbar. <laughs> I'm gonna mm. a crowbar might be very effective. I'm gonna look. Oh, I do have those stone like spider arms. Look around to Claw and be like, Claw, do you have any interest in uh, fucking up a Medusa? <laughs> any aggression you would like to let go of? Roll another d4 for me, Nusans. Um... Two! Looks over at you, Mame, and spawns. How long does that spell last there? One Four. hour. That's what I thought. Um, and you hear him saying, uh, not much that I can do to stone. Uh, you got claws? The bottom half is still flesh, right? Didn't you say that? Or was, like, when you described it, the stone was slowly spreading through mm -hmm. its entire body? Mm-hmm, and you look back at that instance okay. remembering how Mame had struck and you're seeing there is more gray than even the last time that you looked back at the Medusa. Also, it's slowly, like, fighting, turning into stone. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Claw says he has nothing he can do. <sighs> I'll ask Claw, do you have anything explosive we could use? Uh... And he's. I think Alfred had some spell in his books that he could use. And he taps on a rune that's around the table um, and kind of scratches some more into it with his claw and then uh, strokes it with a tentacle. And Alfred appears on the table with the. Oh. the uh, uh, rune for the 
the pentagram on the table gro growing brief glowing briefly yeah and uh alfred goes oh uh, cold chill down the back of my neck he just you you called claw oh you want me to explode a medusa oh okay seeing standing on the table he sees directly over him mommy for a second two nuisance perched atop the medusa's head and is pecking away <laughs> roll another d4 <laughs> for me if you wouldn't mind nuisance Two. Uh, we're gonna have to probably ask that um, owl to move politely, and then I could try to see what magic I have going on. He pulls out a book. He starts reading through it. Go! Oh, I I land on the table and try to like look at with the book while he's reading it seems to do with a lot of uh... character sheet loading. Just a sec. <laughs> has to do with a lot of character sheet loading? Yep. Um... God, even in medieval times we have to deal with buffering. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly of interest to you, some meta magic is what's scribbled on the front of it. Just yeah, literally the title of it is some meta magic and uh, um, some. Uh, you see him flipping through past all of the lower level spells quickly uh, that you that you you're familiar with and and uh, lands. He's reading speed reading. It seems like um, his hands. He stops for a second on burning hands. No, that's not going to do it. Uh, it that's not exactly there was more written under the side of the margin next to uh some of it, some of the actual notes he's taking um huh interesting that and his hand um moves across reading quickly and you see him stop again on uh oh, it doesn't make it any bigger there we go subtle ma uh, Heightened spell. It reads, and then he starts. Uh, <clears throat> Definitely interested in the uh, the heightened spell and like just teetering on the edge of being really annoying to Claw, trying to read and absorb all the information. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean Alfred? Because or Alfred, yeah. Alfred's the one reading the book. And uh, so, you're. How do you mean? that you're doing that i'm sort of confused you're like okay. you flew over to in front of alfred and you're floating uh, hovering there i thought you'd said and when uh you... well actually i i the wrong person in mind so i had the wrong image in mind i'm gonna be on uh, alfred's shoulder oh, okay. looking over the book and like so interested that i'm i'm teetering on the edge of being really annoying like and getting in his way and alfred looks up at the uh at, at you and goes, uh, is this Al sentient or something? Seems pretty interested in this book. Oh, yeah, it does that. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Still, like, I, it doesn't even move from the book, it's just reading. He 
um, then takes takes a second and he goes uh, closes the book after reading that last spell out that he'd said there, which is I'll send it here so you can get the visual of what you're what he was reading. Um, he clo- closes it uh, with his finger in it still for a second, and then puts it put puts a dog ear in the in the book probably to everyone's frustration but then he walks yes. off the table what <laughs> how dare he who does that walks it's book off abuse off the table i do it to all of the code books but that's because i hate them anyways <laughs> suffer exactly uh, fair i guess and uh he walks out of the room I don't know if you're still hovering on his shoulder or s- settled on his shoulder there, Nusans. You, you said he put the book down? He put the book in right? in his uh, one of his larger pockets. Oh, well, uh, Nusans, it would like fly over and just not try to pull it out of his hands, but uh, grab the book and try to gently like pull it out of his hands. Oh, not before, yank it. Before it was put in his pocket? Yeah. Okay. Um, He'd look up at the owl and uh, look down at the book and go, uh, th- th- this is my book. Um, <laughs> tug, tug. Bad. <laughs> can you, can, can, tug, tug. Can you uh, control your bird here, Shadow Seekers? What is this? That yeah. is nuisance, and he's interested in knowledge. Would you happen to be carrying around in your hand? Oh, uh, that explains some some things. So, okay, but this is my book, as I as I said. I mean, I have another copy, but this is mine. Ah, uh... and. I was gonna deal with this problem of the. He's. I guess he's standing more like this as getting just off of the table, but uh, I was gonna deal with that problem of the Medusa. Did you say you put the ta- book on the table? No. Okay. <laughs> he's still holding on to the book. Newsflash! Finally, let go of it. Okay. And he goes, oh, okay. Uh, uh, maybe I can give the bird the copy that I have. Um, I don't know if... I think actually I'd lent it to Claw. Maybe you'll have to talk to him in a second, but... And then he just walks over straight determinedly towards the Medusa, puts his hands together, rubs them, and... Uh, takes a deep breath kind of circles his hands out around in two wide arc circles and uh, his hands start to glow and he places them on the Medusa and holds on to them Um, and you see red Propagating from right around the head, the face, which is where he'd grabbed uh, 
off to the side, not looking into the eyes, obviously, avoiding those as much as possible, but grabbing each side of the face, and the, the head starts to glow with how much heat is in his hands as it almost turns into a molten metal, and then he steps back once, twice. Might want to step back there, good sir. <laughs> Oi. Joink. Joink. And then he... Uh, flourishes his cloak around, or his long sleeves around his uh, hands real quick, kind of shaking them, and then waggles his fingles, fingers and... Fingle. Uh, fingle and... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just reading through that one again there. It says, that one is, where's the distance? There it is, range. Ah, there, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Five, ten, boop. <laughs> and uh, brings his hands together after waggling them and just uh, says out loud, be gone, foul beast! And uh, fl uh, a ball of fire that it hadn't been there a second ago just poof, and sails almost majestically, almost too slowly, straight towards the non-moving Medusa and engulfs them. And the ball oh. was the size of a uh, two mames, probably. In circumference. No, that's the wrong word. In diameter. No, that's still the wrong word. I'm thinking more of like the ball is as big as just, yeah, the diameter of the height of Mime. There we go. All the way around. Yeah, that makes sense now. And then it strikes, as the flames strike the area, um, the Medusa disappears in flame, and you just see as they come back down a molten pile on the ground of slag um that ought to do it perfect mama just does like a nice golf clap <laughs> little look at alfred and be like you have to teach me that <laughs> uh well uh, this particular one took quite some years to focus on um as I, as you might be able to see here, I th there were others that can cast such a thing, but this one was at a at a much higher level. If you catch my drift. Yeah, I... <laughs> yeah level nine. Yes, I see. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, don't hover over it, Jeesh. A full year of math comes out if you hover over the numbers. <laughs> the one. Math is hard. Oh yeah, I see him. I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's a lot of math usually involved <laughs> with spells. I'm glad. I'm glad for the very streamlined versions that are clickable these days. 
Back in my day, <laughs> we took 76s and threw them at, a f at, at, at the ground and liked it. <laughs> <laughs> and then counted them all up. <laughs> and then Alfred uh, turns I think my job is done here um, but I see the threat has neutralized at least um, shall I tell your friends on the other side hi alright I don't think they're connected to Claw's rune so one second here and he just through the uh, teleportation pentagram again. And you're, you're telling, you can tell that more than a second has, has passed and you're staring at each other. Staring contest. This nice, polite staring contest. <laughs> Roll to see who wins. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> New Zealand is just sitting there, y'all. I, I heard you, but I, I didn't register. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait. Did that... No, that didn't work. What the fuck? Clear that. Hit that. Hit that. Roll. Ouch. Oh, was that your nine to see if you're winning the staring contest? <laughs> yeah, do I add anything to it? Mm. Nah, not at this time. Okay. <laughs> you guys... Uh, uh, then Alfred comes back with the larger group of your friends, I guess. Yeah. Alright, so we're gonna drag these limp noodles along along <laughs> and go get some stonework done. Yes, because now now we can travel, you know, freely. With the mirror by our side. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if we want to uh, venture out or call it a night and come back next time. Because we're, I mean, we still have 30 minutes we're approaching. Yeah, we are the approaching. End, the end of times. Yep, it's getting We've closer. We've been in the end of times for thousands of years. <laughs> I knew it! 
All times end. There are no beginnings or endings, but this was a ending. <laughs> I drank a whiskey drink. Drink a vodka drink. <laughs> I drink a lager drink. I drink a cider drink. drink. That's what it is. And soon I will be pissing the night away. God, that I've makes so much parties. sense. <laughs> Is that what the lyrics actually, are? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh. Actually, one of my favorite bits in Sumerian religious poetry, which tells you how much of a nerd I am, that I have my favorite bits of poetry that was written 5,000 years ago, um, involves the god Enki, who's very wise, getting drunk and giving away a bunch of his magic powers to Inanna. I remember but this it, one. In the, when the, the story gets to the part where he wakes up, it says... Enki woke up. The god of wisdom uh, released much water. Uh, Enki released much and much water. The wise god of heaven released much and much water. Then... Ah. I just love, love that it includes him pissing a lot. Because <laughs> I'm a 12-year-old. Well, not only that, but it's just like I I appreciate the older gods for the the humanity that they have as opposed to the newer newer gods. Put it like that. Uh, negative theology missing with that shit. Yeah. And negative theology is uh, Maimonides was really really uh, enjoyed it. Yeah, in his Guide to the Perplexed. But it's the. Uh, god is so transcendent that you cannot actually say what God is because he is more transcendent than any description description you could give of him so you can only say that he what he is not you cannot say that god is good because he is far beyond good but you can say that god is not evil you cannot say that god is is wise because he's far beyond wisdom but you can say that he's not foolish that's negative theology and i'm just like miss me that's weird i haven't heard of that one <laughs> That one's, that one's hard for my brain to accept just in the uh, not accept, it's not the right word, but like wrap around. Well, it's intentionally hard for your brain to wrap around because it's written by people who get really happy about the idea that their god is is impossible to understand. Mm. And then I'm like, if a god is impossible, is actually impossible to understand, not hard to understand, like nigh infinitely hard to understand gods are actually really valuable to me i fucking worship as a thoughts for god's sakes yeah um but but actually impossible to understand what's the what's the fuck is the purpose of that god that's my opinion and i've now probably alienated all all of our uh, all two of our audience so <laughs> i'll be quiet nah you just keep listening we're playing a game <laughs> Don't worry, I'll grow wieners again soon. <laughs> Wait, you're growing wieners? I thought you stopped that. I tore that garden out. <laughs> I've grown some wieners in my day. There's no stopping the dickweeds. Oh, <laughs> goddammit. They're gonna take over! I see you've been on Twitter. Especially when they're planted next to the, the pussy willows. Get a bunch of kumquat. Uh, I don't think he has been on Twitter. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have Twitter. <laughs> yeah. 
just the statement of you can't stop the dickweeds, but then he went on to make a really good sex pun. Huh. Well, my sex game is bad, so I gotta do something good with it. Uh. Tell me puns! Haha, <laughs> 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 I'm sad. Well, I mean... Uh... D don't be sad about that. I honestly... I... That that would get me going. Not not gonna lie. Oh, hey girl, what you up to? <laughs> Sex puns. Yeah. So... my USB in your USB drive. <laughs> we make Ooh, a baby. Oh, it's really bad. Okay, is it a micro pun. USB, a mini USB, or a USB C? The fact that Josh didn't get that reference makes me sad. <laughs> a USB. We said that in. We said that in Computer Club all the time. Which one? I was. Can I stick my USB in your USB yeah, drive? Yeah, we did say that all the time. I was I was following the chain of the rest of the thoughts from one person to the next, and when <laughs> Merlin was saying about the US type of USB, I was like, ah, you, I'll USB C and you later. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, it, so are we are we calling it a little bit early today? It seems like. Yeah, I'd say let's. No, we call don't it. have to. Yeah. I just you know wanted to throw that out there. No, it's the consensus for sure. Well, then I'm going to get off, but I'm going to throw off a quick advertisement for our recording. There's because when this comes out, there will be one more. Uh, I think maybe two more um, games of this to play. But uh, on Todd Moon Bounce's Twitch channel, a bunch of awesome people are playing Thirsty Sword Lesbians as a fundraiser for, I believe, queer I believe for the Treasure Project. Um, and I'm going to go watch it right now because this week's has the creator of Thirsty Sword Lesbians running a game for B Zelda and Pediosaurus and other awesome people. So I'm going to run away and do that. Hey, that sounds like a lot of fun. Also, side note, I don't I don't think you were in the chat for this one, but we're a Rise affiliate, um, so we do have so those beautiful mushroom drinks um, uh, along for the ride with us, and you can get 15% off if you put our name in with a 15 after it. So, Ooh, <laughs> for their coupon codes. I like mushroom drinks. Fungal coffee. <laughs> it's the best kind. Okay, bye. 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 Good night. Bye. A grand and wonderful thank you for those who took the time and made it here to the end of the episode, where I know sometimes we are long-winded and others we are just dead silent. I don't know what to tell you. This is raw here, folks. Please remember to like and subscribe, and you can help support us just by listening. But you can also eat provide even more support, if you like, by going to Anchor FM page and following the support link there. If you do so, I will personally work in an NPC or an idea, whatever you'd like to hear played out. If you want, you can get a hold of us through one of our many options, including voice messages on Anchor FM, or DM to our Twitter, or any other social media that you can find us, YouTube, etc., you can share your ideas, otherwise listen for the shout-out, and thank you for making it through. <laughs>